again, if you haven't listened to part one and you jumped into part two by mistake or whatever, the request is leave, be open-minded, hmm. okay, with no limitations of any sort. Mm-hmm. Leave, I'm asking respectfully and humbly, <laughs> okay? Come on. Put the Bible down. Not the Bible. Put your religion down. Your religion down. Come on. Put, Put the judgment down. The judgment away. Put it down. Lay it to the side. A lot of this is probably the reason why divorce is so high. Because you're taking the baseline steps and making them the only steps to maintaining your marriage or your relationship. Hmm. What works for couple A does not work for couple B, C, D, and E. This is true. I mean, we talked about this too. What works for us may not work for other couples. Right. Some of those steps, half of the steps, it may be 10 steps, and the first five may not work for you. Come on. You have to create your own what works for you because every one person is not the same. Mm-hmm. Y'all, mm-hmm. we all different. You have just pressed play on a podcast that delivers the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth through in real life conversations. What's happening? What's going on, beautiful people? Uh, how you doing? Is everything everything in your world? Okay, cool. My name is Mika Joy, also known as the voice behind the truth, and welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast. Yes. Now listen, I don't know if you know this or not, but a truth moment is a powerful thing. You feel me? A truth moment has the power to get you all the way together. A truth moment will bless your life, and that's why you should put one in your life. And a truth moment is needed out in these streets of life while living life. You feel me? So go ahead, grab your favorite beverage, put a snack in your hand, light your incense or your sage, because we are about to get into this truth. in the building for what we are titling part two of uh, relationship options. If you pressed play on part one, thank you for pressing play. Thank you for rocking out with us. And when I say us, I mean my mister, the mister, the mister. Uh, Do you want to say what's up to the people as we are getting ready to start rocking and rolling What's here. going on, everybody? Peace, love, and light to everybody. Yes, yes. So, as I stated, um, we are here for part two of our conversation on the topic of 
relationships and open relationships. Um, and we wanted to come back with a part two. Why? To follow up on the uh, eight reasons why you should mm-hmm. be in a open relationship. Okay. And also, this topic is so... This is like a, um, for me, it's kind of like a never-ending type of conversation. Um, you, you may start here, but you may end up way in, yonder, in way, West, way, way over West here. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just one of those conversations, one of those topics that you, you um, can start, you know, discussing, chopping it up on one thing, and then that one thing will take you to five other things before you know it and um so yeah we had so much that we did not unpack and that we did not share i actually had some things that i wanted to share on part one and you know y'all know how it is when you get to talking and good conversation you know what i'm saying time just it just moves and before we knew it we was pushing uh, damn near two hours talking about open relationships yeah yeah and and again this is not something that we are trying to uh jump into it's just conversation that came up and it was like you know this is this would be a dope idea to jump in and podcast work and and put it (laughs) put it out you know to get your thoughts and um it would have been even awesome to have a person who's active in that life Mm. in that community to jump in but you know I still feel like it's time you know and I do feel like um there could be an opportunity there there could be uh, an opportunity for a part three with a guest yeah I do I do because I just feel like this topic even though I'm, I'm not I'm not a fan okay even though I have my reasons why I feel like it would not work or would be complicated Mm -hmm. different things work for different people and for some people this works for them but you know to piggyback off that right so how many people probably start off like this Mm -hmm. because I know yesterday it was how it could save a situation right in part one right Mm -hmm. but just to expand that, right? The broaden the conversation. I would like to know how many relationships started out mm. in with multiple people. And out of the however many, mm-hmm. two of them actually became a monogamous couple. Uh, that that would be good. That would be interesting. Because you, you I think with that that'll give you that that option or what have you to say okay again I know this this wasn't gonna work with this person because whatever reason mm-hmm. we both acknowledge that we bet off as just friends and not even being around each other at all right right you know? that would be interesting to hear that really would uh, so before we dig off 
into this thing. Into yeah. this thing. You know, just in case we have some listeners who are pressing play for the very first time um, and are not familiar with who you are, would you like to? I think it's only proper. I think it's only right that you introduce yourself to the truth tellers. I am him. He's I. The Mister. The Mister. The mist. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And the mist is my mister. We are actually in a relationship. Monogamous. Come on, let them know. Yeah. We are in a relationship. Uh, and we have been for. You think that's important? No. You don't think that's nah. important? It's time. It's only time. Just time. Just time. Well, we've been in a relationship for a little minute. Yeah, for a little minute. A a little little minute now. A little. (laughs) (laughs) So, I must say that this conversation, being that now, if you are a ride or die, if you have been listening to the truth moment from the beginning uh, or even if you, you know, have binge listened during this time of quarantine, uh, you would know that I was single for quite some time. I was single for uh, well over 10 years. And when I say single, that means I did not, uh, I was not in a relationship with anybody. All right. Didn't call anybody my boyfriend, my man or my mister. None of that. Okay. So I will say that this conversation has been quite interesting to have now that I'm in a relationship because, you know, my views are uh, a little different. And, And not to say that, and I honestly don't know if these views, some of my views I think would have probably still been the same, even in my single life, you know. Uh, but this this has been an interesting conversation, you know, and, um, you know, like we stated in part one, conversation and communication and just talking about real life-ish has been the foundation of our relationship. I mean, our first date, if we want to call it a date, mm-hmm. it was more like a... Um, uh, it was a date. Because you know what? We're we going to get into our story. Uh, soon come, I do believe. Uh, but our first date was we actually sat and talked mm-hmm. for hours mm-hmm. and hours. Mm-hmm. Sipping on wine. What kind of wine did we have that night? Uh, Judah Jude. We had some Sangue de Judah. Come on. Better know as the blood of <laughs> Judah. Yes, we actually went through two bottles. Yeah, and just sat and talked. So, you know, we are we're known to um, have any type of conversation or any we're known to have conversations on any type of topic at any given moment. You know, what I'm saying things just just hit us, and you know, we'll we'll open the floor for discussion. And so, you know, this is a a discussion that um, was different, you know, for us. But 
I must say, I think we both were in open spaces to be able to have the conversation, even though this isn't a route that we choose to travel, you know, in our relationship. But we do understand that open relationships do exist and we don't have a problem with talking about it, you know. This is one of those topics that, would you agree, a lot of people really don't like to talk about? Or wouldn't dare to. Because they don't understand or, you just know. just wouldn't dare to do it. Because it'll cause some question as to why are we talking about this or you thinking about doing it. That's good. That's good. That's good. It could be as simple as you could sing a song about, you know, um, like Jaheen, for example. <laughs> Keep it on the hush. Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't tell nobody. I won't tell nobody. If mm-hmm. I just start singing that out of the blue, and you were like, "Wait, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on, come on, what is what, happening? What's going on here? <laughs> something, something you need to tell me, hmm. you know? Hmm. So I'm not no. I just like the music, the lyrics, the song, you know? Yeah, yeah. I will say, you know, um, it's a discomfort. Yeah. I I consider myself to be a open-minded person. Um, and because I'm open-minded, there are conversations and there are certain situations and things that I want to know more about or learn more about just because it's just life in general, you know? So, yeah, but we're going to get into part two of this discussion and to to jump again piggyback off what you said mm. if you listen to part one and <laughs> you had questions or you had some reserves or what have you but you jump into part two that means you're open minded so if you didn't mm-hmm. catch part uh-huh. one and you just listening to part two for the first time Again, if you haven't listened to part one, you jump into part two by mistake or whatever. The request is leave, be open-minded, hmm. okay? With no limitations of any sort. Mm-hmm. Leave, I'm asking respectfully and humbly, <laughs> Okay. Come on. Put the Bible down. Not the Bible. Put your religion down. Your religion down. Come on. Put, Put the judgment down. The judgment away. Put it down. Lay it to the side. A lot of this is probably the reason why divorce is so high. Because you're taking the baseline steps and making them the only steps to maintaining your marriage or your relationship. Hmm. What works for couple A does not work for couple B, C, D, and E. This is true. I mean, and we talked about this too. What works for us may not work for other couples. Right. Some of those steps, half of the steps, it may be 10 steps, and the first five may not work for you. Come on. You have to create your own what works for you because every one person is not the same. Mm-hmm. Y'all, mm-hmm. we all different, and we yeah. all change. So, just want to 
add that little piece. That's all. Yeah. I ain't saying yeah. much. I don't know much. <laughs> so listen, uh, we are back on our wine vibes uh, for this episode, and we are. I mean, come on now. If if you're not new to the podcast, you knows that I rocks with Yellowtail. Shout out to Yellowtail because they never. I'm talking about never disappoint. Uh, but tonight we're on something new, and this is smooth red. What is it, babe? Mm-hmm. Where are the bottles? Uh, sweet red. I don't no, think it's rue. Like that. Yeah, that's what it is. Sweet red blend. And what do you think about this? Because see, last last night we were on the big bold red. Mm-hmm. So. If you could compare. This one has a little more of a... It's what it says. It's a lot smooth. It's smooth, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I actually like the bite of the Big Bold Red. Mm. I like that bite. And it is a little bit more drier than the Sweet Red Blend. Mm. But this is still hidden now. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. This is still very much hitting. Hitting? Hitting. Wow. Come on. Bam. Okay. All right. So that's what we're on. And hopefully you guys um, are joining us in sipping whatever you choose uh, to sip on for uh, our conversation. Okay. So I want to start, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this I'm not. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that with you. I'm not. So, <laughs> I want to start with something that I didn't get to share with y'all on part one that I thought was rather interesting. Now, some of you all who are YouTubers, ladies, um, some of you all who may rock out on YouTube. You got your favorite YouTubers, people who you've been following and watching for years. Um, this is a young lady. Her name is Shan Booty, I want to say. Uh, S-H-A-N-B-O-O-D-Y um, on YouTube. And she is... Um, hold on. I need to get my notes. She is a... I don't think she's a relationship coach. Now, I... I'm not subscribed to her channel. I don't follow her like that, but I have watched a few of her, a few of her videos, and I did take some notes, y'all. Hold on. Um, okay, she's a sex educator. She's a dating coach and relationship expert. Okay, so she did a video back in 2016 that was titled. Uh, our open relationship okay Um, and she shares with her partner at the time uh, which is now her husband which is rather interesting Um, they did a two-parter the the first part was our open relationship and then they followed up with a video where they received some questions and so they answered these questions during this video and so there are some questions that she asked. Um, hold on one second. Uh, didn't mean to press play. Hold on. I'm going to get to her 
description here. Uh, and I want to hit y'all with these five questions that she asked. She says, here are some questions to start your own conversation. Number one, what would an ideal relationship look like for you? Number two, what thoughts slash fears, insecurities come up in you when you hear the term open relationship? Number three, what would you like your relationship to be open to? Maybe it's not new people, but maybe it's space, new friendships, religion, hobbies, technology, etc. Number four, what do you need to function best in a relationship? And number five, what do you want to give to your partner in order for them to get the best parts of you? Now, what do you think about these questions, sir? I think they're dope. Um, the fact that what was the first one? What is the first one? The first one uh, was what would an ideal relationship look like for you? And that's key because a lot of times people go in with expectations. Mm-hmm. Or not knowing, not knowing exactly. what they really want. Or not knowing period about the relationship. I already know we spoke on this yesterday um, about judging or experiencing others' relationship mm-hmm. and expect for theirs to carry out the same way or wanting wanting that relationship. So like to, almost maybe mimic to somebody. Mirror. Yeah. Right. And that could be a problem. So you may if you don't know if you haven't done your due diligence, you mm-hmm. you're, you're for a rude awakening. You know? Um, That's good. I think in, in these questions to me, I actually was shocked when I when I read them for the first time because these questions are questions that I think any relationship you know, it's not just about being in a open relationship, but I mean, the first question, I mean, for an example, I mean, what would an ideal relationship look like for mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. You know, um, also, what do you need to function best in a relationship? Now, that one. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Hey, what do you need? Do you know? People don't know what they need when they go to the grocery store. Come on. Because they ain't wrote the list down. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just go in and be like... Come on. All over the place. And then when you get home, you're like, oh, I already had two packs of this Come already. On. And spending extra money. It's a waste. Come on. That's a good point. But I, I think that, too, is a very key question. What do you need to function best in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Um... The fifth one, the last one, what do you want to give to your partner in order for them to get the best parts of you? Mm. That's one that you got to read about three, four times to really, you know. Wow. You know off real? I'm thinking right. Uh, no, I don't. But right. here, but you here got it to, is. You got to hear it and no, no, read no, no, it. No, 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 no. But here it is, right? You go into a relationship and trying to give what you don't have mm. hmm. and you giving can lead you back to <laughs> well I sacrificed this that and the third mm. and I'm not getting it, getting it in return mm-hmm. but 
and you're giving your giving is because you wanted to give you're not looking for anything in return your partner should already be doing that and if it's not it, it should all balance out it should uh-huh. be a, it should be some reciprocity there uh-huh. right right um yeah you can't go in broken trying to give what you don't have you know hmm. how you gonna give a dollar and you only got 15 cents how 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 you gonna do that? But you know, um, there is a lot of us that uh, I think in relationships we find ourselves struggling uh, because, for one, we don't know what we want. Right. We don't know what we need. Uh, we don't have a relationship with ourselves. Yes. So therefore, we can't show up. In a, in a certain manner for anybody else. Yes. Um, so, I mean, and, and this was another question. What thoughts slash fears, insecurities come up when you hear, well, no, you can't really apply that one to any relationship. Right. But I think those, what, one, two, those first three, or I'm sorry, the three that I just shared, which was actually one, four, and five. I think can be applied to any relationship to allow you to have a better understanding of what it is that you want, what you need, and what you, um, how you can show up in these relationships. Now, if you can answer those, then that's even that's Yeah, and I think these are even worthy of having conversations with your partner. You know what I'm saying? Because some of us are in relationships, and one partner can have a certain idea or you know they they look at relationships one way and the other looks at it completely different but uh-huh. you never really had a discussion on on what it is that you want as a couple does that make sense yeah you got because somebody you, you, over here but and you don't like a lot of people get in the situations and don't know you know what i mean mm-hmm. all you have is that we'll be okay I love you, you love me. Come on. And it'll work out. You know what I'm saying? You you never even had a uh, a a example of a relationship to even mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, you just That's going true. off of a feeling and emotion. That's true. So you know, um, I I thought this video was really interesting, and I commend her for being open. Uh, she seems to be a very transparent person, anyway, based upon some of these titles of these uh, videos that she has up on YouTube here. Oh, I did it again. Sorry, y'all. Uh, some of these topics that she has, but I really applaud her because that's a brave space to be in because you open yourself up for people to be judgmental um, and to share their thoughts and opinions. Now, there is... There are some comments really quick. There was... might have been two that I wanted to share with y'all. Um... And I think it was on the other video. Hold on a second. I'm going to go back to the other video. Hold on. Get to 50 women that come at him. 
Okay. So. One comment was, and again, this video was in 2016. Um, one comment, young lady says, anxiety. That's the feeling I get from this video. I want my partner to be only mine. What works for you works for you. But I couldn't. I'm too sensitive. Okay. That is one comment that I thought was really interesting. Uh, Another comment reads this. And being in a monogamous relationship doesn't mean you own each other. It means you are committed to each other. It means you don't go out, go out there sharing your heart with everyone, but that one person that means the most to you. Here's another comment. All relationships should be on your on your own terms, I'm sorry. People have their rules and expectations when it comes to what they think a relationship should be and to his own, to each his own, I'm sorry. Uh, I think the important thing is not limiting yourself or your partner based on fear. So I just wanted to share a couple of those comments from that actual, uh, that actual video. But again, this was something that I wanted to share last night, but time, you know, got away from us. But I wanted to share it because, like I mentioned, this young lady is now married to the same person she was in the open relationship with. And she mentioned in the video that the, their definition of open was not necessarily attached to having sexual relationships with other people. Now you do have, now this is what I'm understanding. You do have folks that that is like the real reason. That's the real reason. Yeah. They, they just want to be able to be out here just to, you know, be able to do whatever, whenever. And, but that, that's the, that's the caveat to that title. Because mm -hmm. people, it's just like people, people abuse the system, mm -hmm. right? People abuse any and everything, just off, you know, you have those who really abide by, I'm going to call it the game, right. the rules of it, um, if that's safe to say. And then you have those who abuse it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but if you respect it, the, the culture or the, the relationship or the dynamic of what you guys are trying to build or do, then I think it will give you a promise and result. Mm. That's my thought. And I will say, um, I don't remember right offhand what episode it was. I know it was probably about a year ago that I did talk about a year, maybe a year and some change. Mm -hmm. uh, Ronnie DeVoe of Bell Bib DeVoe and of uh, new edition him and his wife had an open relationship now they started out the traditional way and i want to say it was maybe his wife that came to him i could be wrong uh and said that she wanted to have an open relationship i could see why <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> I can see why. So, you know, and I think we first became aware of it when she was on Housewives of Atlanta. 
that's when you know people got wind of what they were doing or what they had done Mm -hmm. so you know there were certain rules and and she i do believe she was with women Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken but uh, they said they learned from that experience and their relationship is even stronger now than what it was then. So they did what they did and they came back to the relationship full and... and, and it's been strong years. That's That's what they say. So, you know, again, what works for someone else may not work somebody else and again that too you, you gotta think that thing and from what you're hearing is is that that they are not all everlasting the open relationships the open relationship okay. status yeah there's somewhat um like a seasonal thing mm. now this goes back to what you just said about this just hit my spirit, so I had to speak on it. Talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Talk about it. What you said about abusing, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel like, and I'm not just going to say men. I'm not just, just going to put men out there. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like a male or a female will um, use the, the experience of an open relationship for such as a free pass type of situation. To do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I will say like But that that lets you know that they weren't ready from the get go. Mm. And I think that kinda like we talked about this yesterday. You have two people and I think I gave you the example of the guy wanting the woman, knowing that she was a flirtatious, mm-hmm, outgoing, mm-hmm. freely person, right? And but he still had to have her, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. So he accepted her for who and what she was, mm-hmm. right? So I think that being that that's the case, it's good that you have that understanding, even though that can be that can go wrong real fast, mm-hmm. right? But just knowing that you're open to allow that person to be themselves and they might come back to you wholeheartedly if you're willing to accept that. Yeah. But being that you're in that position and more than likely you probably would. Or you might find something and say, hey, okay, I was tripping. It's not working for me. Yeah. I wish you the best. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or that person realizes that he really cares for me and like I said you come back they'll come back wholeheartedly to you and you can flourish right but that's a long shot <laughs> from my understanding from from what I can see I, I, yeah. I really don't know you know what I'm saying yeah. but I, I believe a person there are women and men that would abuse it just based off the fact that hey I'm in an open relationship Mm-hmm. I can do this and get away with it. Yeah, but yeah. Like, again, and that's the sad part, right? But you're especially not if you have true. someone who really cares and and wants to um, support the relationship enough to go along with decisions that they really, you know, 
aren't fully a hundred percent feeling like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, listen, y'all. I asked a mister earlier today because we we've been on this topic a, a little heavy, especially since we recorded yesterday. You know, it has come up because we have kind of picked um, out different. Like I told y'all, this is. A topic that you'll find yourself in many different places all in one conversation mm-hmm. um, so one question that hit me earlier was I asked him had he ever dated someone who believed or who who was about that open relationship life in, in any type of open relationshipness right so what he had said was what so because i i just felt like this was really worthy of of sharing of sharing right so have a uh a friend that who was i was actually going through a situation of um separation or what have you mm-hmm. and we would have just good conversations and I come to find I was introduced had no idea that polymory was even a thing mm-hmm. I just knew of open relationships and I was introduced to polymory because she was in the culture mm-hmm. and I was like man what like you know I'm blown I'm on my, my <laughs> man like I'm like what you can do what and what? Huh? Mm. So their uh dynamic was a um they were their their relationship was the primary with the other. So she was a the other with okay. a married couple. Okay. Now she was with the husband. And the husband, wife, and her talked, communicated, and they all were, like, there was transparency across the board. Mm-hmm. They would have weekends together. Um, and that was that was really interesting to me. Yeah, they, they, would, have, really was. they would have weekends together. They would, um, like, I, I was blown away. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... That that it, <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that you learned about this type of lifestyle through a woman, a female, yeah. Not because you know guys talking, yeah. but for you to learn about this through a woman, yeah. A woman, I thought that was really interesting. and and the 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 interesting thing was was that she also had a person on the side, well, a relationship on the side. And the the ill, I'm saying ill because it was it's still ill to me that this could even take place, is that her primary was the husband. Okay. Now understand Well wait. Hold on. Yeah, but the she okay. So was the other guy before her relationship with the other guy? Was it before her relationship? With the married, they man? they had a they had a past. 
Okay. They had a pass, but I think I, didn't I think ask it you was that yeah, I think it was they reconnected um later on down the line. Okay. I don't know how that, that played out. But they the the prime her primary was with the husband. Right? Mm-hmm. But again, understanding the dynamics of how it works is the married couple function as a married couple. Right? Mm-hmm. And the other, which was the friend who was on the side, the female, they weren't they they weren't gonna have like Christmas together, Thanksgiving holidays spent together. It was just, hey, let's get together, let's you know, yada yada yada. The wife knows about it, the her friend knows about mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna be in the area, I'm chilling with such and such. Um, if I get time, we can do whatever, whatever. Or well, I see you when I... So all this stuff was laid out. Now, here's the other ill part. The husband and her friend would hang out. So everybody knew everybody. Mm. You know. But again, it's a healthy situation because... No secrets of being everybody. Killed. Well, I still feel in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, everybody is is open. Yeah. Okay, to a certain extent, right. I feel. Now, with that situation too, there was sex on both sides. So she was with her friend and the husband as mm-hmm. well. And like I said. On part one, you know, I'm on my Let's Beehive. Shout out to again to Let's Beehive. Let's be HIV educated. Shout out to come on, come on, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, For those who don't know, that is my sister's nonprofit, uh, and she is dedicated to educating others about the facts. Because a lot of us are stuck on myths. Some of us don't even know anything about HIV AIDS so she is out here educating people so you know I just want to mention again that in my opinion I just feel like it's it can be a bit much Mm -hmm. you know and somebody out there may be saying well what would be the difference between somebody actually going out there cheating and being with all these folks you know what I'm saying? I But I'm just saying, in a situation like this, you still run the risk of STDs. You know what I'm saying? Of being tested positive. And that's another thing. And it would be interesting to know from, other, from another couple or someone who is in this type of relationship yeah. or has experience, are y'all getting tested on the regular? Uh, is there is everybody doing that together? Let, let me jump. Talking about these weekend trips and things and let, such. Let everybody in. going down to get tested. <laughs> so shout out to Mike Bays and I'm a Bays tonight. Um, <laughs> he he used to bring up these. He had these conversations all the time. And he asked, "Would you, ladies?" He he would ask the ladies, ladies. And it goes both ways. Would you um, prefer for your spouse, mate, boyfriend, whatever, to come to you and say, hey, I'm seeing somebody else. I want to see somebody else. Or would you rather find out from 
outside sources that he's cheating on right where if you give the partner the opportunity to come to you and say hey this is what it is this is what not in that term so don't you know I'm just giving a generalization all right so don't bite my head off that this is this is what's going on mm-hmm. right you give that person the opportunity to make that decision to say hey okay yeah I'm gonna ride with you while you're doing this right but mm-hmm. here's our conditions we're gonna do x y and z right so I, I will hope mm-hmm. that you're you knowing that this is going on that it's made clear that yeah we're t- we're getting tested we're doing this we're doing we no we're doing you're doing this this is going on that we need to be tested because yeah anything could happen I, and I'm hoping that you be smart enough to protect yourself while doing this. yeah yeah and I mean I mean if you're not going together which you should be if you if you can do everything else together mm-hmm. come on now and and you know everybody would always come back with that you know. Well, it's against the my belief, my this and my that, but man, no disrespect to anybody's faith, belief, or what have you, what have you, but everybody's getting caught up in right. some kind of scandal with adultery or cheating mm-hmm. or doing mm-hmm. something like that. Whether you're in the pulpit, in the come congregation, on. if you're on a, your Fortune five hundred in come the on, street, come on. whatever, we all human. Yeah. You know, so people are, are doing things. So let's not like act like these things, these things are not happy, taking yeah. place. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. But that that would just really be my hopes, and that would be something that I would really like to know from an actual couple, uh, because I think that it's super important. I mean, we went and got tested together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which that was my very first time doing that with my partner. Uh, not only you know sexual partner but my boyfriend um but I, I i just think that's super important to do that and if if these folks are going out and doing everything else together you should be able to go down and get tested together and share uh the test results as well okay because mm-hmm. you know that would be jacked up for somebody here to say oh yeah i went and you ain't been nowhere and you ain't got no proof of what you know what I'm saying. So again, I guess I'm just in this space of looking at the bigger picture, mm-hmm. okay. But yeah, um, and it was funny that you mentioned about the pool pit because you know I had something else I wanted to bring up. Now I don't know if you want to get into your eight reasons why you say you should consider consider. Now these these are in your research yes these ain't you know no eight reasons that you came up with on your own these are not uh the mister's originals these are yeah i wouldn't even call it research i just say it's a finding of somebody who's actually ended in the life and who's been um in it for a while um i don't have you want to get into them now or however you want to do how you however you want to move Okay. Well, I mean, I I did write this down. And, you know, I wanted to know 
what did you think? And I also want to know from y'all out there who's listening, who's pressed play, do you think open relationships exist in the church? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, listen, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. One thing that I have really realized during this time of us even speaking on this topic <laughs> Okay, because again, we've gone down many different streets. Um, But there are all sorts of kinds of relationships that go on within the church. And I will say that even though there's not necessarily a title that is attached to these type of relationships, doesn't mean that they're not going on and that they're not happening. So when you, when you, if you look at it, Huh? If, if you really look at what is really going down in the church, and somebody might not like me for this one, but hey, this is a truth moment, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are relationships that are happening that are open, okay? Because, you know, Deacon so-and-so is, is with, you know, sis in the choir, Okay? And, and the deacon's wife is very well aware mm-hmm. of the relationship. Now, she might not be hanging out in things, okay? They're not going out for coffee after church or, you know, reading the Bible together or, you know, they might not be doing any of those things. But the deacon's wife could very well be aware of sis in the choir. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I personally believe that open relationships are happening do exist in the church they just not are attached with that title of open relationship mm-hmm. now what is your take sir uh, hey i'm i'm there with <laughs> you i'm i'm blown <laughs> i'm blown because i i, I wasn't even thinking that deep and i should come know, on i, I should have been on board after what i just said but that that's a, a great point um man yeah hmm yeah. Um, hmm. Don't get offended. That thing real now. Yeah. That thing real now. See, these these are the things that people don't want to talk about because, to me, that would be one of those, uh, like hush hush, topics. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be some whispers, you know, floating in the atmosphere, but, but you know, ain't nobody really really there, talking about there, it. There, there is a a story where, um. There is this guy who was a deacon in the church. His family attended the church. And the couple, the family, the mother and the father divorced. Mm-hmm. Attended the church. But even before the divorce, the father was dating a woman in the church. Mm. Left home. And everybody knew that mm. this was going on yeah. in the church before he even left. Left home and started a, a, a thing, a situation with the woman. Come on. After the divorce. Well, he moved in with her before the divorce, but ended up. And they know, all attend the same church. They all attended the same church. And yes. everybody knew about it. Still deacon. Mm. So. It's real. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. 
it, 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 it could even be vice versa. You know what I'm saying? It could be the deacon's wife who, you know, yeah. is with uh, uh, elder so-and-so. Yeah. Okay? Or the choir director. So, or, the, or the youth pastor, or, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it even goes back to, you know, this this thing is like pre-dynastic, right? I mean, today you have, you hear about the Catholic Church where the um, the, the the priests are with the altar mm-hmm. boys and all this stuff going on. And it's kind of like nothing's, well, they tried to say they was cracking down on it. Come on. But, you know. Do you think, now this just hit me, do you think that type of relationship is more I don't want to say accepted because it is frowned upon Mm -hmm. but do you think it's more accepted or um, yeah I'm going to say more accepted from folks in the church than out in the world like you say everybody everybody's talking about it everybody knows Right, but nothing is. It's just like it is what it is. It, it's not a problem until somebody speaks on it. Like it's not an issue until somebody says, "Hey, this is wrong." Right, mm. and then somebody follow ups that and say, "Yeah, this is wrong." And, you know, and then it's a domino effect. But do you then, think that really goes down uh, in the church? There. Think, this is hey, this is Deacon so and so. I think, but no, I think it's more of the the, the action of it, it being. Now you do have some preachers out there that be like, "No, nah, that ain't going on here." Straight up. You know what I mean, and will remove you from your position or or sit you down. As, yeah, as, yeah. They, they they there are some that will do it, but you have a lot of them who will just, yeah, I'm gonna give it time. I don't really want to, you know. Because you don't want to... we're going to pray for them. Yeah, that type of deal. <laughs> but, yeah, again, man. but, you know, that that's a, that's a, in, in the open or polymory um, environment, it's unhealthy because that wouldn't be a healthy relationship because that's one of those where the, the primary party hasn't done the due diligence to make sure that everybody is mm. on the same page without having one feeling a certain mm-hmm. kind of way about what they're having to do. Yeah. They got to tolerate it. Yeah. 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 You know, which, you know, back to what I mentioned in part one about the extra weight, you know what I'm saying? And, <clears throat> If you have that type of relationship, which we know they go on, which we know they happen, mm-hmm. okay? So if you're listening and you're like, girl, what you talking about? Come on now. It's probably happening at your church and you know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I think that it, it causes extra confusion and extra negativity. And if you in church... And the deacon's wife is turning up her nose and rolling her eyes at sister in the choir. I mean, where is the love? Where is the unity? Where is the the Christ-like? And you know what I'm saying? Well, again, we all humans. Right? This is true. I'm just saying. I feel like, again, looking at the bigger picture of this thing, mm-hmm. um, 
or these type of relationships, shall I say, it just it it comes with extra uh, weight because of the 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 culture that you're in. Yeah, meaning the church culture would be that's not supposed to be mm-hmm. right. So yeah, that that would be um, that would hold a little extra something right don't to it. Yeah, and those things to me don't really seem to be frowned upon more so as it would, you know, in the world. That's why I asked you, you know, what was your thoughts on that, you know, because I think and I'm not I'm not trying to make this whole, you know, this all about church, but there are some things that go on within the walls of a church that is not really looked down upon because these are members of the church. But if these same things are happening outside in the world, these people are, are just wrong and they're going to hell you and know, all these things. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think this is another conversation. Yeah, it is. It is. It is because you it got is. me wanting to go somewhere. But I, I'm, 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 I'm it is. myself. So I think we should take a quick commercial break and then come on back so you can hit us with these eight reasons why you should uh, partake in an open relationship what do you think remember yeah this is not our choice um this is just some ideas to put out probably dialogue that you wouldn't hear Mm -hmm. elsewhere and it was just something we came across in conversation it was just a follow-up to uh conversation you know we we wanted to share our conversation with y'all um, and then also, I, I want to say, too, that I my intentions uh, was not to plant any seeds or low-key try to introduce something to someone. Again, this was a conversation, uh, one of our many conversations that we had, and I thought and we agreed that it would be rather interesting to share on the platform of a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, that still is attached to a hashtag truth moment alright alright so we are going to take a commercial break and then we're going to come on back because Mr. Uh, has eight reasons why we should consider you should an open relationship don't be scared so we've refilled and we've snacked a little bit we've been snacking on these uh uh, dark chocolate covered almonds and uh, we back up in the building what did, what did y'all do on the commercial break did you oh I also took me a potty break too might be a little bit much for real hey I'm just saying hey, I'm but, just saying and I'm just sharing but that's not the truth moment that folk want to know about you did I'm, I'm, I'm just but this is the truth moment right <laughs> So who am I to say? <laughs> Anyways, we are back in the building and we are back to continue part two of the discussion on open relationships. This is part two of the topic, the episode titled Relationship Options. Yes. So... Uh, as stated in closing to, uh, I don't want to say part one because that might be confusing, to the first half of this episode, part two. Um, 
What is this part two? The first half. The, the okay, two. there you go. Yes. I like how you put gotcha. that. Come on, help me out now. Gotcha. Part the first half. Part two. Of part two. Come on, now that flowed mm-hmm. a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we mentioned that the Mister had some some info that he wanted to share with us, and this is also something that we did not get into on part one because of just the sake of the time. And listen, if you have not pressed play on part one, you didn't even know a part one existed, listen, in your free time, because, you know, we, we have a lot of free time nowadays. In your free time, go back and hit play on part one. And listen, if you feel like uh, somebody needs to hear it, Go ahead and share. Because sharing is what? Caring. It is. It is. In my C minor. Caring. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody sign me. I'm ready. Come on. Put you in the booth. Yeah. Come on. So listen. <clears throat> we ready. I'm ready. What you got for us? Eight reasons why we should. Consider. Consider. Polymorph. Okay. Now you did break down in part one. Yes. Um, the different. The four different types. The four different types of open relationships. Polymory. We're gonna we're gonna uh, just say polymory, which is still I would classify it as an open relationship, but because it has its um, fundamentals and. Mm-hmm. It has a standard, right? Uh-huh. I will, I will prefer to say polymory versus open, which okay. you can say both, but... So, the four types that you gave last night was four types of what? The four types of polymory relationships. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you have... We, we can recap those. One was the primary partner and others, meaning you you have a primary partner... Let's just use, for example, you're married mm-hmm. and you have a partner, friend, whatever, on the side, outside of your marriage. Okay. And your um, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, mm-hmm. however you would like to classify them, um, are fully aware of the outside partner. Mm-hmm. There's a open um, communication right right um, what do you want to say Is it, there's open communication amongst you all okay right so that's a that's one um, the second was the second one was um, the group relationship where there could be three trio pretty much just what it says right so it could be (laughs) two men and a female two females and a male three males three feet three females however but everybody interacts with one another you know a and b can interact a and c can interact a and c and b can interact and or a b and c Uh can interact Uh all together so wow that's that dynamic okay 
Um, the third one was um, egalitarian. <laughs> egalitarian. I butchered that name yesterday. I won't do it today. Come on. Egalitarian, which is um, there is no primary relationship. Hmm. Everyone in a relationship is poly and acts under the poly structure. It's a little bit more wide open. Yes. So uh-huh. you can have an A and B, and A and B can rock with A1 that's not um, attached to AB. But <laughs> B knows that A is dealing with someone, th- someone else. And A knows that, and it's vice versa. Okay. So, it's cool. I think this is the same one I got a little lost. With, uh, yeah, because uh, just like its name, you know, it just sounds like a bit much going on. Yeah. And remember now, these, these this is the group that they may all get together and party together. Mm-hmm. You know, cook out and Come on. have a great time. Um, the fourth one was the solo. Solo, uh, solo doesn't couple. Mm. Solo is just like a single man in the non-monogamous traditional relationship, as Simi Father said in Coming to America. Uh, Coming to America, <laughs> show his royal. Come on, oops. come on, come on. So. That's what that is. That's the energy and vibe he's on. Or, or she. Yeah. So he can That's be dealing so with another single um, poly person, a couple, a primary couple. He's just... But can I ask you a question? Off in the wind. Before you, before you hit us with the eight reasons why. <clears throat> what do you think... Uh, or why do you think a lot of people are open to an open relationship, whatever type that it is. I think. I mean, I know, like you for, said, for one, case I, by case is yeah, it's, different. It's, it's definitely a case by case, but I think in the beginning, it's for some. Now, the topic on the last episode was how it could possibly save right a relationship. Right. Right. When all other options have mm-hmm. failed. Mm-hmm. You know, you may come into something that says, hey, well, let's try this. I don't think it'll work and it may work. You know, you're stepping outside so of the So when box. you say the other options we spoke about, <clears throat> counseling. Counseling, uh, talking to multiple people, trying different things, um, Meetings with the pastor. Right. Which would be a form of counseling. Um, Trying to just be more active with one another. Trying to engage one another socially. Um, Probably add some spice in the bedroom. or Come on, date nights date again. Nights, you, you know. know. Yeah, and and none of these things are working. And it's not working. So you then know? you... So okay. you say, okay, hey, somebody gave you the idea. You saw a clip. You know, the light bulb went off on YouTube or... Come on. You know... It happens You now. just ran into somebody on the fly and you you get the courage to come and say, hey, I want to try this to your partner. Maybe he may say, I, I don't want to step out and mm-hmm. be intimate with the person. I just want to, you know, just see other people and not 
try to damage our home. It may bring us closer together. It may or may not. Right. Okay. So. So yeah, I, I just, you know, they hit my spirit, and but, I, but that 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 was the point of what we spoke on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, today, it's it's more of a. Um, the question was why someone would consider, correct? Mm-hmm. So, if you know that, again, you are a person who's promiscuous or you are a social butterfly or you just like to get out and mingle around other people or your partner is just not that you love them, you want to be with them, but they just Mm -hmm. don't have, they don't completely fulfill you. You know, there's certain things Mm -hmm. that you know that one person just won't be able to do. Now, well, somebody would say on the flip side of that, why even be in a relationship? I was, you know? I was just finna say that. Right. If you feel like you aren't fulfilled, what is going out and being in an open relationship? How would that better? If you already know that, look, so-and-so is like this right here. He or she is not going to change. And, you know, especially when we get up in our age, as the older folk would say, up in age... A lot of us are set in our ways. But see, again, the previous episode was how this could save. Right. Right? Now we're at the point of, I've tried tradition. It ain't work for me. Right? So, I meet a new person. I mean, we spoke on that last night. Right. But now, but, no, but now we're saying, okay, sap going back to Jermaine and... Oh, you don't want to use Sally and Susie and uh, uh who, what was the guy's name? John, Sally. John, Sally, John. Sally and <laughs> Susie. We're gonna use Jermaine and was it Mia? We had Jermaine, Mia. If y'all listen to part Keisha, one, Keisha, Keisha. You, you you already know. Yes, sir. So we had Jermaine, Keisha, and, and Mia. Mia. So we're gonna say Jermaine and Keisha, right? They meet each other. Well, let's just keep it diverse. Keisha and Mia meet each other, mm-hmm. right? Keisha says they meet and Mia wants to um, she wants she want to have something with Keisha but she know Keisha is not the one to just be um, monogamous mm. or she's somebody that's just flirtatious and again she's a social butterfly mm-hmm. and Keisha said well Mia you know how I am come on you know I would love to be with you, but I I just can't promise you that X, Y, and Z will happen. And Mia says to Keisha, I know. That's okay. Mm. That's fine. Mm. Let's just make a commitment to one another that this is who we will be. And if you want to see people, you can see people. Just let's keep everything mm-hmm. transparent. Right. I will say, I will, and I'm pretty sure there are conversations that have went down just in that order. Yeah. Right. I will say for a person to be straight up in any, you know, open, monogamous, any of it, for a person to be straight up and say, this is how I am. And to be honest and open about that. Mm-hmm. 
should be respected. Exactly. Or because if, some people will will hide and camouflage and cover up, and then you 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 with one person here, and six months later, mm-hmm. a year later, somebody else then showed up, mm-hmm. an imposter, or you you were dealing with the imposter. Right. And then you, and then you get it like later on down the line that the, the couple was monogamous, and then Keisha, Mia know how know how Keisha is, and Keisha is like, look, something you know comes about. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't forthcoming, but me is still trying to make this situation work. Mm-hmm. She feels a little, you know, heartache, and she's, you know, she come out and say, mm-hmm. "Look, she, it, it need to go. If you want to see other people, you can see other people, or it could be like, if you want to see other people, you can see other people. But I should be able to see other people as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they come to that agreement. Now, it's kind of, but we just need to be transparent. You got to keep the thing healthy." You know what I'm saying? And you know what? When when you were saying healthy and speaking uh, on the energy of that type of relationship being healthy, I really wasn't, it, it wasn't really sitting well with me because all I'm, again, I'm thinking about the bigger picture. Right. But that is a form of, because it's healthy communication. Correct. So I, I will say that I do recognize that now that, it can be healthy in that aspect because mm-hmm. um, of the open communication and the honesty and the, and the and and just being straightforward and this this is what it is right and, and giving that person the option to say I choose to participate or I choose to fall back mm-hmm. and these are and I think these are perfect scenarios mm-hmm. because. I, Everybody ain't. I must say, we came up with some great scenarios. But everybody ain't built for it. You know, everybody can't handle it. So, because I'm sure, I'm sure more relationships are broken than they are um, strengthened. Due to dishonesty. Well, I mean, just by, yeah, most definitely. Um, That could be the, the beginning of the end. And then this too could be one of those things where. It could be the beginning of the end, mm-hmm. but you just prolong it because you just came with another option for it, or it could strengthen the relationship. You know, either yeah. way. So you you have those variables. And I just I, I, again, you know, my mind just traveled to the, the 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 bigger picture, and I did mention something along these lines uh, in part one about the different energies and spirits that you're dealing with and that you welcome into your space. And I, I'll just say that I do believe it would be super important to make sure you keep yourself in a balanced, grounded space as much as possible and to also really know, like you mentioned last night, but this is on a whole nother level, really know who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Because you could really be dealing with someone who is really broken, who is just really, and then you're you're inviting that into your space, you know? And that's just in any relationship, you know what I'm saying? But when you're dealing with multiple people and everybody is aware, um, now that's a that's 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 also a good point because 
again, not all of these relationships are sexual outside. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But the thought is that they could lead up to that. And that's where the understanding of communication has to be in the play, but all parties knowing that this could possibly happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's something you have to keep in mind. But again, some people don't believe in it. They are not on that level of understanding. They just, this works for me, this goes for me. Mm -hmm. But to the conscious mind, the knowing mind, that's something you, you got to know who and what you are dealing with. Yeah. You know, and again, this is not something that, man, I wish we had somebody here that was like really into this. (laughs) Because... Again, this this doesn't have to be a um a forever lasting thing. It could be a seasonal mm. type, you know, you finding yourself as a couple mm. or as an individual and as a couple. And I think it's important to know yourself too. Well, that's part of the growth. Because apparently if How can, you, how can I say this? You going about these memes. Now, if you stay, if this, if this continues to go for like a lifetime, which I doubt, right? Then that's just who you were. You knew it. Mm-hmm. Y'all just for happily ever after. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a question. Yeah. Because this thing just hit. And I'm talking about it hit me hard, too. <laughs> so, when... The young lady introduced you to her lifestyle, mm-hmm. which, you know, introduced you to um, this type of, of, of open relationship. Did she try to introduce it to you in a way? Or did she invite you in to become one of her uh, partners or something like that? Yeah. Did nah. she say, come on? Uh, hmm. It was just, it was, it was more of, you should try it. Just not in in this not in, in this family, situation. not in this family, not in her situation. So you should try it, and that's when I learned that I started looking into it. Like, what is you know what I'm saying? But and how long ago was this? This was what's this? I think twenty. This was like six, seven years ago. Okay. So, um. But it was more of a, uh, and it, like I say, our dynamic wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. It was just, we were cool. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things where I was like, at that point, I was like, oh, this is so dope. I, I don't even have to say I'm single no more. I could just be like... Now, do you feel like that's because you were in a space, like you said, you were going through oh, a separation, a negative, yeah, so I you was, was in yeah, a... I was in a negative space right at the time. So I was more of one of those people who was would have been abusing mm. the the title okay, because of, you know, the opportunity. But it was, yeah, I'm like, man, I'm probably, I don't even know what, the, what everything that was going on with probably. Like, I'm really just figuring out how to pronounce it. Come on. The full name. So Come on. I'm like, oh yeah, all I know is Polly. I'm Polly. What? 
right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was a um, but that 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 wasn't even, you know, a uh, <laughs> I it it ain't me. It won't be. It wasn't me. When your cup of tea. Yeah, that that ain't. Or your coffee. Yeah, that that ain't me. Um, I could talk to anybody and have a conversation for days, but if I my the vibe don't if something don't sit right, it don't mm-hmm. sit right. I, I jump back quick. Yeah. But um, yeah. Okay. But but it was interesting. It was interesting. Okay. Well. <clears throat> I say cone on, gone on and, and, and hit us with these eight reasons. These eight, because I I'm I'm interested and I'm I'm trying my best to keep my damn mouth shut and just let you get through them. Okay, so the eight reasons for polymory, um, if if it's for you, reason one is feeling limited and confined to the situation of the relationship. Meaning if in a traditional relationship, if you feel like if you're a person who's again who's a social butterfly, and you have a tendency to be a, uh, a outgoing, flirtatious, mm-hmm. or um, person who's just open to life and feel mm-hmm. like. There shouldn't be no any limitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, communication should be key, and the understanding should be understood, mm. right? Then you probably are. You should consider a poly relationship. Okay. Right, because Reason if you because if you if you're not, and you get with somebody, if you're that person and you jump into the traditional way you're going to be miserable and mm-hmm. you're more likely to step out and do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Um, hmm. Learning about yourself through others. Exploring yourself um, is reason too. So you could, you're the person who's, you love being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, you're with your 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 spouse, whomever that is, your significant other, but you really don't. You're not growing, or you're not getting mm-hmm. anything from this person, right? Like they don't help you grow. I said I was gonna be quiet. I'm trying. <laughs> right. I'm trying. But I'm but but here, right? So, <laughs> mind you, life. You're growing through right. life every day. Okay. But this person doesn't feed you. And you you run into other people that give you that like man I would love to do this I I think this could work for me or but my you know my girl my guy he he wouldn't they wouldn't uh, they're not into that and it's, it's only so much I, I guess so far you can go with that and get into that mm-hmm. because you you have people who's I don't feel like it. Oh, that's stupid. They may shoot it down. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's that part. Okay. That's all you're going to get from me is okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, reason three, you are, in, you are energized by being around others outside of your relationship. Casual dating is an example of that. So 
Now, this one could actually, <laughs> like, like you brought up in your um, examples of somebody who's into what you're into, mm-hmm. right? And you guys have like, you know, you see people they say, "Well, man, they got they kind of got a chemistry together. Uh-huh. They'll make a, a good couple." But you have somebody. You know, mm-hmm. at home, you have somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and you may flirt with this person. Y'all might, you know, do whatever. And you, again, I think two and three kind of goes hand in hand. Well, two is feeding you um, into growing. Okay. But this one, you actually have a a uh, a real chemistry with. Okay. You you learning and you're growing about yourself. You guys have that commonality mm-hmm. in a certain area that you don't have with your person at home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really true. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, I want you to get through, you know, right, these eight right, so. right, right. Um, so that just gives you it just gives you like some people like to skate. Mhm. But your partner can't skate. Come on. And when you get out there and skate, you you know you somebody else. You know you just like on your. <laughs> you just you, you come like life is just like uh, euphoric. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So that may be something that you might have somebody who's you know it may not and, and again this it's not a sexual thing. This is just something that you guys enjoy doing together outside of what you have going on mm-hmm. you know he your, your dude might want to be at, or your girl might want to be at home playing video games like man I don't want to do that go ahead and do that bozo stuff like I don't want to participate in that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> so that's, that's, that's number three alright Number four is challenging yourself to grow. Learning how to minimize your jealous traits. An example, being a social butterfly on the good foot, but dealing with a jealous or jealous partner. Mm. So, how can I explain this one? You are a person who's very full of life. It, it make these all kind of sound the same, but you're like um, you you are always on the go, like and you like to just experience different mm-hmm. things, right? And you know that what you're your time is very limited to what you have at home. No. You like to spend more time outside of the house than you like to spend at home. Mm. And the partner could feel as if you're always, you're too busy mm-hmm. to be at home. Okay. Right. And 
you're like, okay, this is an issue because I know I like to always. So I need this person to have a like mind. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys just have to be together. And meaning that spark is there and that, you know, he, she got to have you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're okay, you're cool with it. But I need to have this. I'm going out with Tom or Susie. And you know what? Some they they do kind of all sound very similar. They do. It's just it's like it's like different scenarios. Like one is you're a busybody. The one you you feel like you grow through experience with life with others, mm-hmm. with different people, mm-hmm. or you're not stable right now. So you're still trying to figure yourself out. And your partner's really to grow with you through that, to stay with you through that. Okay. Right. Stay. So they, they all, to me, they all seem. I think it's just like different scenarios. As, as but well. you can attach to each. Right. To each reason. Okay. So what are we at five? Uh, we're at five now. Five is uh, communication and honesty. Okay. So you would rather be upfront. Mm-hmm. with your partner and say hey this is what I'm about mm-hmm. because I don't like lying and I don't like cheating so I'm going to be upfront with you if you want a monogamous a monogamous relationship I'm not the person for you exactly okay. I would rather be and something that's more suited for me mm-hmm. because I, I'm going to see other people. Just put it out there on the table. Right. Okay. I'm not there yet. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, six is don't like living life by tradition. That's obvious. I think that's just self-explanatory. Yeah. Like, I live life how I live life. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Right. And it ain't what it ain't. Yes. Okay. Um, seven is trust your love and connection with your partner. Experience time with others allowing allows um, strengthening your relationship with your partner and others. Mm. So you're saying, hey, trust me. Know that I'm here for you. We will be. But I want to see other people. This is that we're keeping things open. Okay. Right. Because I'm still on that. I want to see other people. Gotcha. Okay. And if you want to, it's cool. We just gotta let's let's keep this thing open and 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 transparent and 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 abiding by right our trust for one another. Now, you know they they. I know we didn't use uh, didn't uh, attach these names to these examples, um, but you're just speaking kind of in. 
uh, and third party ish. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. What was that? Six, that seven? Was seven. Okay. Eight is being aware, Susie. <laughs> now, now you want to. No, because I, I should have did this before. And I no, didn't. but it's cool. Because yeah. I, listen, the wine is ministering to me. So, Susie, seven just kind of took me. To, I don't know, just took me somewhere. Yeah, know. but Susie. But you don't have to attach your name. I, I know, but check this out, though. Because okay. it, it probably would have painted a better picture. Um, eight, again, is aware that you can love more than one person. Now, I'm, I'm going to dig in on this one a little bit. Because we teach that. Love conquers all. Right. 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 And piggybacking off of what was mentioned earlier is that you can get certain things from different people. And everything doesn't have to be physically sexual. Right? Mm-hmm. But being aware, if you if Susie's aware that she can love everybody. Right, if she can love more than one person, oh, John realized that he can love more than one person. Mm-hmm. It would be unfair for him to enter a monog. It would be unfair for them to enter a monogamous relationship. Yes, because they are on that path. Gotcha. Now, if they again was on the path of Look, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. If you can accept this, if if I know you jealous, if John and Susan know that they the person they're dealing with is a jealous person, it's not gonna work at all. At all, because they're saying that we know that we are a people that love everybody, mm-hmm. and we can connect and vibe with. Anybody that's like minded. Hmm. Okay. So that was the being aware. Eight reasons. Eight reasons. Right? Which they all they all uh flow together. Um and you know, a couple of them for me did sound the same and I'm proud of myself because I, I I had kept my mouth shut as far as really commenting and digging into these eight with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, people, you know, this conversation is a conversation we wanted to share with you guys that we had outside of the podcast. And Please, I want, I'm just going to repeat this again because this is what my spirit is saying to me. We aren't using this platform to plant any seeds or to really introduce you to the possibilities of these types of relationships. Okay, our goal was to only share this conversation with you because it was a conversation that we have with one another. Um, now, you know, I will say this. If there was something that you heard uh, during this 
episode part two of relationship options or if you did press play on one and you felt like hey you guys really are sharing something that um might be my language after all and i really i didn't even know i spoke that you know what i'm saying if you feel like there is something that we stated um that really resonates with you then i mean i would just say learn as much as you can okay um and to just really be safe i chill in these in these streets Anything you want to add, sir, that would be uh, maybe a tip-ish? Love, live, laugh, <laughs> be safe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know, man. Just be real with yourself. Um, hmm. Don't put yourself in the box define your what works for you define what works for you set your own standards your Mm -hmm. own um, sometimes you gotta rewrite the rule book Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't have all the answers it's just you know I mean because I will say you know traditional relationships aren't working with a lot of folks these mm-hmm. I do know that I do know that and I think for people who might feel like this you know might not really be the route you know to the missus point be real with yourself and when you can be real with yourself then you can be real with others um, but really understand what it is and I'm gonna take it back to the young ladies YouTube video uh, which was Shan S-H-A-N uh, B-O-O-D-Y uh, I forgot her actual her last name but look her up um, but one of those questions that she attached to her YouTube video was um, you know really understanding and knowing what it is that you want in a relationship you know and you will become aware of that when you are real and honest and truthful with yourself when you can first travel to that place then you can travel to knowing what it is that you want in a relationship you know and so that's 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 really and don't don't confuse um real and authenticity with perversion oh come on come on sir hey come on that's it that, that and that hit you <laughs> Come on now. Yes. So, you know, we thank y'all. I think we'll just, you know, we're going to get ready to close on out. Um, Because, listen, I I think if we don't, we might be here another 50. Come on. Not seven. I was going to say minutes. You done hit a day. Seven days. Come on. Not a word. From you. Hey. Seven whole nights. And I'm just about through. Come on, shout out to Tony. <laughs> hey, but listen, you know, um, if you guys are interested in furthering this conversation, um, if you are someone who um, 
I'm just going to throw this out there again. Who is currently in an open relationship or has experienced an open relationship. If there's someone out there who is open enough to share their open relationship experience with us uh, here on the Truth Moment, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you can email uh, the, what is it? What is it? Truth Moment, the podcast. I'm sorry, y'all, because I hadn't changed the email address. Truth Moment, the podcast at gmail.com. You also are more than welcome to drop a message uh, in the DMs. Okay, you can slide on into the Truth Moment DMs uh, for that purpose only. Okay, I, I just want to put that on out there. Um, but yeah, and, and like we said, you know, this isn't the end of this topic. I, I, I really don't believe. Now, whether we come back next week, next month, you know, what have you, but this is a topic that I feel like we will revisit. And at the beginning and the end of every day, this is a real life topic. This is this is not no pretend. This ain't only in the movies type situation, you know, for entertainment purposes only. This is real life. You know what I'm saying? And if you aren't new to the podcast, you know we discuss real life situations. This was just on a whole nother vibe. You know, but again, you can pull you a few truth moments up out of here, you know, part one and part two. Know what I mean, so yes, uh, listen, sugar, baby, baby, listen, I'm listening. I'm glad you joined me again. Thank you for having me on this episode. Thank you for having me. You know, this, 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 this was a good one. And I'm glad that you were open enough to have the conversation of open relationships on the truth moment. You know, podcasting isn't easy and some people really get afraid. But you ain't never scared. I told him, told him. <laughs> I take your cool. Cool, cool. So, yes. Thank you. I, uh, I really truly enjoyed you. Now I mean, so yes, beautiful people. Um, thank you for being in the building. Thank you for joining us for part one and part two of this discussion of open relationships, and for the topic that we titled uh, "Relationship Options." Yes. Um, something else I was about to say but I think that's it because you know this wine is really really speaking to me at this point it, it, it is but anywho we out beautiful people we love y'all peace deuces peace positivity what you say baby light and love come on come on come on come on uh, y'all stay real out there stay truthful and we out.
hope and I pray that this week's wave of truth spoke to your spirit. I hope and I pray that you were able to deposit a truth moment into your spirit bank, okay? So listen, if you are a first-time visitor, if you are new to the Truth Moment podcast, listen, I hope and I pray that you dig the energy and the vibes here enough to come on back, Uh uh-huh, and press play again. If you are a returning listener, what's happening? Thank y'all for being in the building with me one more game. So listen, until we meet again, be blessed, stay positive, and stay truthful out here in these streets of life. You feel me? Peace.